Welcome to the second episode of this year's Still Hanging Podcast. I'm Daniel Henley and I'm again joined by Regan. How are you, Regan? Yeah, I'm doing well, mate. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. I appreciate the nod. Um, the, the audio listeners would definitely understand what a nod means when you ask them, how are you? Um, so you join us again a few weeks into the future after last week's episode. This season has concluded and we have now returned to being resigned to our homes in quarantine. We will come to uh, the kind of roller coaster uh, end of the season shortly, but let's first get some kind of perspective on the season with some commentary on our first game um, against ASOC from our URN head of sport, James Aldred. You join us here at Jubilee Campus for yet another big game for the Hangovers. Today, the visitors are ASOC. Can the men in purple build on an outstanding start to the season? Or will ASOC come and rain on the Hangovers parade? It's surely going to be an interesting one. We'll keep you up to date with everything that happens. And here is the starting seven for the Hangovers then. In goal, veteran Don Nolan returns in between the sticks. Hopefully he hasn't been studying Jordan Pickford too carefully uh, this season as an Evertonian. Dan Henley at the back, supported by Othenwugu, Gishan, Beaver, Smith and Allen. And on the bench we've got Vergela, Chatter and Reynolds, the youngster who has impressed immensely so far for the Hangovers. Will that team be enough to get over ASOC? It's going to be a tight one. But I'm confident. Come on, the hangovers. Here's Dan Henley again, the captain, leading from the front as ever. Teasing ball in from the right and it's headed home. And who is it again? It's Dom Allen. Fantastic start for the hangovers in a couple of moments. They take the lead. 1-0 to the hangovers here at Jubilee. Lovely ball over the top there by Dan Henley and Allen's in. It's a chance to put the hangovers 2-0 up and he has done. Brilliant left-footed finish by Dominic Allen and it is 2-0 to the hangovers. Oh, it's a brilliant challenge there by Chatter, but the bubble has taken it away and it's an opportunity for ASOC and they've got one back. It's 2-1. The hangovers who were in cruise control now have something to worry about. Henley once again winning the ball back high up the pitch and it's a brilliant ball through. Allen the after dark man with an opportunity for a hat-trick and he's got it. And it's not only a hat-trick, it's a perfect hat-trick. Right foot, left foot and header. Superb stuff and the hangovers lead by three goals to one. And here goes Allen in again. The man is an absolute machine. It's a brilliant save, but it falls for Toby Reynolds. And the youngster scores while the host of your in Sticky Wicket podcast. He's used to playing cricket. Well, he's not bad on the football pitch either. It's 4-1 to the hangovers, and surely that is that. And there goes the half-time whistle. The hangovers are four goals to one up at the interval. An absolutely incredible first half, especially for Dominic Allen. Yet another impressive performance from him. And he's taking home the match ball. If David Ross or Jubilee Campus allows, it's 4-1 to the hangovers at half-time. And Allen... He's getting a little bit greedy now, I have to say. It's a curly effort and it's just wide. Nearly the fourth of the game. They cannot stop him. And the hangovers look like they're just going to see out the last few moments of this match. They are. The referee indicates that is that. And the hangovers come away with an outstanding 4-2 victory. 
after an excellent first half hat-trick from Dominic Allam, a superb display against a very strong outfit, and I look forward to seeing the celebrations at the Rosen Crown afterwards. Good start. The, the middle portion was rupiah in parts and a very disappointing end. But overall, Regan, would you say that the season was positive? Yeah, um, it, it was, you know, quite new and fresh for everyone. But I think there's loads of positives that we can take from the season so far. You know, as, as a new team, we've really come a long way and we're, we're playing good football, enjoying it as well, which is important. Team chemistry has obviously been boosted by the pub trips, which hopefully will continue next season. And yeah, all positives from my, my perspective. Yeah, we, you mentioned we had a, quite a new squad, quite a, new, a few new players coming through. Um, how did you think some of the, the new blood sort of came in and how do you think they did? Yeah, the, we, we've got some, you know, obviously most of our players are, are new to the team, but everyone's really impressed. Everyone's put in a shift when we've played. I can't, I have no complaints. All good. So, although we can take some positives, of course, we're all fairly disappointed and I didn't get over the the sort of final result weeks. Um, I still cry in my room at night thinking about it. So where do we kind of need to improve over lockdown to sort of make sure that doesn't happen again? You know, I, I think I think we kind of got lost in that game. You know, a, a lot of you know a lot a lot of the time we were we weren't playing to our best um, in that game. But if we keep on if we keep our fitness up, keep working hard on the on the training pitch, you know, I, I can see it. I, I can I can really see us, you know, improving. And, and if we were to play English again, I think we'd smash them, quite frankly. Yeah, I really don't think that the quality was the, the problem there. I think it was more until we went into that match thinking, oh, we've won we've won the league. Um, if if ASOC result in the other game, then we can we can kind of relax and enjoy our football a little bit. And it just didn't really happen. They won, which means we need a result and. Unfortunately, our heads were already in the sand a little bit and it was kind of hard to come back, especially in the sort of manner of the game where we had goals disallowed and a few dodgy decisions going here and there. But these are the sort of things we have to deal with um, and it's all going to be a mentality thing going into next season. Just to kind of move on from the disappointing end, we've got to look into the future and we've got to look at um, what's going to be happening over the next few weeks. Is obviously, we're going to be in lockdown, so there's going to be not much football happening for the next few weeks and we're probably not going to be seeing league fixtures again until January um, so to kind of lighten the spirit we have got sort of a kick coming um, and I, I was saying this to the boys after the last game that not to use it as an excuse but when everyone's kind of mismatched with kits it makes it a little bit hard to find out who's on my team when you pick your head up you have to think for a second whereas when you have kits you can kind of zone straight in um, so not to give too much away of the big kit reveal, what can you say about the kits that are coming? Oh, they, they are absolutely beautiful. Um, a really nice design. We, we like the, the the radio waves all across the seat, like as a seatbelt. It looks fantastic. I've already sent pictures of it to my dad. He's very impressed. Um, very, very happy with the new kit. Can't wait to don it. And my new number as well, which will be quite nice. Yeah, definitely. We've got some new kit numbers this season, which can be really exciting for a lot of young fans who are looking up to their footballing idols. Um, I know for myself growing up, 
um, watching players like Rafa van der Vaart and Gareth Bale. That's where I got my number 11 from. So I'm hoping that young Hangover's fans look up to Captain Henley and think, I really want that number 11 shirt when I play football. Um, and that's the kind of lasting effect that we want at, at URN. Especially during these times, mine's, mine's a very um, strong thing. Um, so if you don't know much about mine, mine is such a charity that aims to combat against the challenges of mental health. They provide advice and support to kind of empower anyone experiencing problems with their mental well-being. Um, and as I mentioned, during these times, we have to kind of stick together. Um, and mine is a charity that will certainly help in doing that. So Hangovers will be working in support of Mind over the next year. Um, and a link will be in the description to, to Mind's website. Um, and any donations will be truly life-changing for the millions of people they support each year. Um, so thank you very much, Mind. Um, and we'll kind of move on to the next section. So it's been a up and down season but one of the sort of consistencies of this season has been the presence of new signing Ed Smith who has, has done pretty well he's he's been one of the fan favourites so far this season he gets a lot of mention on the Twitter and he's he's always sort of in and about uh, the pub socials at the end so uh, we're gonna we're gonna be joined by uh, Ed Smith now we're joined here by midfielder Ed Smith how, how has it been so far at the club mate very exciting times mate can't wait to get back on the pitch. It's been fairly impressive. You've you've got an assist to your name. You're you're putting in some some stellar performances, and you tend to play a lot of the game, kind of filling in in and around where people don't have the energy, mainly me. Um, but you have to get on the score sheet. Is there any any reason for this? Uh, I'd have to say mainly due to my absolutely banging right foot, which tends to scream outside of the complex rather than the top corner. To be honest, as you said in a tweet earlier. My dad's nickname was Car Park, and seems that was a genetic cause. Flowed straight through to me. Yeah, I'm sure Julian will be listening as well. So, uh, good afternoon, good evening, good night uh, to Julian, who's nope, one dad. of Hangover's, Hangover's biggest fans. Uh, I'm sure his, his son's putting some, some some good performances so far for the club. Um, are there any other attributes that he himself once had as a as a youthful prospective footballer that you've you've picked up from him? Yeah, he's quite a lanky, two-footed bloke. He was probably a bit skinnier than me, though. I'd say something I'd have on him. Put put a bit that of a rougher. Yeah, uh, that might be the cheese that you eat. <laughs> only melted cheese, only melted cheese. I'd say pizzas, pizzas mainly. Is he not one for pizzas? Oh, mate, he hates pizzas. You must have an absolute nightmare deciding what you get up for dinner. You just have the same thing every night, mate. Gross. <laughs> Tritzo on bread. No, nah, Dad doesn't like tritzo, mate. Come on. So you're, you're a biology student, Biosoc have a football team, we've, we've played them before in previous years and they're not the best. So what made you pick Hangovers over some of the other teams that are potentially interested in acquiring your signature at the start of the season? Well, uh, it's more of a, I'm not, I'm not going to say I have a huge loyalty to radio, but the, the financial pull of the, the club was just too much to turn down. You know, when Henley's paying you in beers after the game, it's it's quite hard to turn that sort of offer down. I'm a bit of a Asuakoto. I hate look alike. Sorry, what was that? I like beers. I thought you said you were an Asuakoto lookalike. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I see it as well. For sure. I wish. Uh, so, and you, you do mention you're a bit of a socialite. You do tend to be the kind of the first name on the team sheet when it comes to joining the Rose and Crown later. Um, do you do you think this is partly, in fact, to your uh, deep-rooted alcoholism or your kind of uh, desire to be part of the the society. Alcoholism certainly has its parts, but I'd say more my food addiction. When you've got a 
30% off at Rose and Crown. You just can't resist to have a steak and ale pie after the game. It really gets things going. A bit of recovery. The steak and ale pie is, is a solid shout. Would you say it's the, the peak of Rose and Crown's food choices? We had the uh, the wing challenge the other day, and I would back that, but the, the first wing was too bloody spicy. So I had to I had to tone it down and go back to my roots with good old steak and ale pie. When, when I think of where you're from, kind of West Country, Stoke, the first thing I do think of is pie. So uh, you're yeah. really strapping onto your roots. Um, also a nice strong bow. You, you do love a Thatcher's as well. Um, so you are very much living up to your um, stereotypical reputation. Um, so well done on that front. And we'll kind of we'll finish it off on this. So you obviously aren't part of Radio Society. Um, you are my housemate. This is how I got involved. And you went to we met in Malaysia. Um, but obviously, Ed, you're not part of the, the Radio Society. You joined via being my housemate. But after kind of meeting the boys and seeing what we're all about and um, getting involved in the social side and this is your first podcast um, I know you're a man that's very much into his podcast do you have any aspirations for ever doing some sort of radio work in the future well you can you can never say never but um, we'll have to see how this episode goes down I have to listen to it back depending on how awful my voice sounds I might give someone else a go I can assure you that listening to your show back would not make you feel like you want to do it again um, <laughs> the worst thing in the world is listening to yourself on the radio uh, you leave that for other people to do but I'd say that you, you've kind of like a duck to a pond have very much taken radio um, and made it your own so I, I appreciate uh, you, you coming on today and I believe that Regan is going to move us on with a little bit of a quiz yeah so obviously we've been spending a lot of time getting to know each other on the pitch as footballers and off the pitch as well, after the games at the pub. So I wanted to, to test both both of your knowledge of, of our team and the teammates. So I've I've put a list of players who have submitted facts about themselves in in the group in the chat. And for each question, uh, you have to give one player. There's one question which will have two two players in it, but you'll know because it's in the question. Question number one: Which you're in hangovers player? is a massive fan of boy band Take That. That's a difficult one. Do it, do it. Should we write it down on a piece of paper? That doesn't really work for radio, does it? Oh, you how, could do. How, we'll, how, we'll, are we going to do a buzzer? Or are how, we doing how the we answers do after each? Um, we'll do it at the end. So, oh, yeah, because yeah, otherwise get... then you can work it down. I've written down my number one. Uh, question number two. Which footballer would rather play seven-a-side water polo than seven-a-side football? Number three. Which two Hangovers members went to the same secondary school? Ooh, I think I know this one. Well, I'm confused on this one because I thought I knew it and then I didn't know. I can't see the second Don's name. So, <laughs> Number four. Which you're in Hangovers player is a personal friend of snooker legend Ken Doherty? <laughs> See, I know words. this one mainly because he brings it out at every single social <laughs> I think I've ever been to. Him. How can you define yourself as a personal friend? Like, um, <laughs> is this one picture with the man, or um, according friends? according to insider sources, he is friends with him on Facebook? Anyway, uh, number five, which player has a pet beaver? Whoa! Surely, surely not Alex. That would be way too good because his second name's Beaver. So surely he his second name's not Beaver and he has a pet Beaver. Pet Beaver? Is this confirmed? 
Yeah. yeah. Are we VAR this? Oh, yeah. Peter. Okay. VAR has confirmed Bieber. <laughs> Christ. That's class. Player number six is a, is a big fan of piercings. You, you may have noticed his piercings, but you might not have noticed his nipple piercing, probably because he got it removed. But which player had a nipple piercing? I reckon um, Ed's, Ed's uh, a favourite for this one. <laughs> my name was on the list. Number seven. This player studies chemistry and used his chemistry knowledge to create homemade drugs. <laughs> uh, I don't know anyone that studies chemistry. So they, yeah, they they study chemistry now. Yeah, yeah. What a drug, eh? I've done it awfully. Going to quickly go through the ones. There's one more, but there's there's sorry, there's two more. But I'm just going to quickly go through just to make sure you guys all got it. Um, first one was take that. Second one was water polo. Third one was which two members went to school together. The fourth one was snooker legends Ken Doherty. Fifth one was a beaver. Sixth one was a nipple piercing, and uh, also uh, chemist and the chemistry one. So wow, what yeah. a journey! Um, but you should ha- you should have one player left. Uh, the final one is which player was working as a waiter at the Hilton Hotel? Very posh. Yeah, he's very And I've decided to throw in a bonus one. I, I uh, the, For the people who submitted answers, I asked them, which player do you think is more valuable to the team? Daniel Henley or <laughs> Edward Smith? <laughs> to decide which, which player you thought the team thought was the most valuable. Oh, out of me and Dan? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to hurt my feelings. Right. Are you guys ready? I, I want to I wanna hear what you wrote down as your answers before I'd say it out loud. Uh, which, which which player is a massive, massive fan of Take That? What, what were your reasons behind it? Uh, I went for James Aldridge because he's a bit of a simp for uh, Ocean. Wait, you know James Aldridge wasn't in the quiz, right? Who's James Hogg, mate? Is it James Hogg? Yeah, my my housemate, the guy who played football. Oh no, I didn't even read that message. Well, that's uh, that's in the bin. He didn't read the message. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that'll be that'll be even worse when I still lose, no, no. even though Dan, Dan hasn't Dan, read Dan, the message. Do you want to do you want to have a quick look at the the names and then change your answers? Nah, for? nah, nah, nah. Yeah, okay, I've changed it to a fun word because I can definitely see him being a big fan of Take That. Uh, I put Reese because we had a we had a uh, point with him the other day, and he definitely seemed like a classic take that fan oh yeah for sure um it was actually toby reynolds toby was my second toby was my second choice on that one who 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 do you think would rather be playing seven aside water polo to seven aside football i put chatter because he's really tall i put james og james i I can confirm one of you is right and it is daniel henley I beat um, on FIFA, by the way, for the pod. I beat Aaron on FIFA. <laughs> Absolutely outed him. Yeah, uh, which two uh, Yoren members went to school together? Uh, I put Delal and Ruben because they always chat about how they know each other before. I put Alex and Pavan, but Pavan's not on there. But they definitely went to the same school. So I want half a point. They went to the same primary school. Oh, Great. I didn't know that. It's actually uh, me and Benji Delal. Oh, I've got to have a half a point for Delal. 
I'll allow it. I'm going to give zero. Also, I, re- I reckon we give Ed half a point because, like, by technicalities. I've I've never met Ruben, but I've got like 50 mutual friends on Facebook. So I, I I think I think there must be like a Jewish connection or something like that. Which which I think Dan might have already got this one. Uh, which which um which player is a personal friend of Ken Doherty? Is it Reece? It is Reece. Fuck it. See, so I I had him written down. But like because I already haven't written for the first one, I scribbled out. But Toby, <laughs> I think actually I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Ed a half point for the Pavan and Alex one. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I, I think that was that 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 shows that you know the team well. So points on the board. Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, but Alex Beaver has a pet beaver. He doesn't. The surely that is incredible. No. How do yeah. you have a pet beaver? <laughs> That's, it's, is it Does he also have a massive lake? <laughs> I put Pavan because Alex and Pavan, are, like he's kind of Pavan's pet because he got brought in. <laughs> Does that count? Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. But, but I appreciate you looking for those extra points, you know. Which urine hangovers player is a massive fan of piercings? It's got to be Alan, hasn't it, really? Yeah, I put Dom. Yeah, it is Dom. Very nice. Yeah. No, no surprises there. Uh, number eight, which player is a chemistry fanatic and made his own homemade drugs? Uh, who, who must it be? Simmons. James Hogg. It must be James Hogg. Yeah. It, I can right. confirm it is James Hogg. I'll put Chatter because I thought he did chemistry before computer science or something. Uh, and I reckon he's probably taken drugs. <laughs> Maybe performance enhancers. Because you don't grow that tall without taking some. Wait, wait, wait. Ed, Ed. Ed, not not on the podcast, you know. L- yeah, leave it. About our Leicester <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Russian World Cup team or whatever. <laughs> like Vladimir, who provides our the uh, uh, enhancing drugs. Team chemist Vladimir. Yeah. Don't just you know sell out Vladimir like that. It's not very fun, very nice. For the penultimate question, um, which which player was a waiter at the Hilton Hotel? I put Ben, but he's already been taken. I I I put Joe. No, it, the answer was Ben. It, it, it was Ben. Oh wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. Well done, Ed. Get in. And finally, this is the biggest question I think in the entire quiz. Which player out of Ed and Dan do the Hangovers think is the most valuable? Could could we have your answers at the same time, please, if we could? Did you want to count us down? Yeah. Three, two, one. Dan. That is really wholesome. I, I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Um, I didn't ask them that, but it's it's good to see that you know. <laughs> Look at this house chemistry right here. You had to do that. You can't. You can't. I, say, I really want to know the answer. That now. I, I I I'll make a poll on the on the chat and we'll work it out like publicly. Tune in next week. For Tune the in next week oh. for the answers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Viewer attention is going to go up <laughs> dramatically with <that laughs> engagement. What are the points on the doors? Uh, I've got one, two, three and a half points. Oh, two and a half. Uh, well, done, Dan. well done, sir. Well done. It, it's good that the captain didn't lose this quiz. Yeah, that yeah. would have been pretty tragic, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well done, guys. That kind of brings your section to an end, doesn't it, Ed? Yeah. It's lovely to have you. Uh, how was your first radio experience? Incredible, mate. Could have asked for anything more. Brilliant. So we're gonna we're gonna end the show off with a little bit of Dom Watch now. So Regan, did Dom turn up at all this season? 
No. Thank you for listening to Don Watch. So that brings us to the end of the second episode of the Still Hanging podcast. Thank you very much to Ed for joining us and, of course, Regan every week. Uh, we'll be back next week for some more hangovers antics, I suppose. Goodbye. Goodbye.